the period between 1750s and the 1800s that is the end of the 18th century there were two trajectories that were going forward in terms of two empires the first one was the mighty moguls who had been ruling since 1550s and the second one was the east india company from britain which uh, had been trading since the 1600s and uh, the two battles of 1757 at plassey and uh, 1765 at uh, buxar these two battles brought these two empires at crossroads and uh, the eic the british eic emerged victorious and hence started uh, its role as an administrative entity and not just as a trading entity as it happened the british greed started surfacing as soon as they uh, overtook the revenue administration in 1765 was the time when uh, they first came into this administration uh, foray and by 1769 so much of india's wealth that is especially from bengal was uh, being transported to britain that uh, there was just no amount of money left in india to feed the poor in case of an in case of an emergency and that emergency happened in 1768 and 1769 when the rains failed the monsoon was not very good and uh, as a result there was widespread famine in bengal and uh, warren hastings was the first governor general of bengal at that time and he showed so much of remorse for what was happening at that time in bengal because people were dying left right and center and uh, given that eic had just taken the revenue administration it was it showed really badly back in england when people um, came to know the the situation in bengal so publicly he he had so much to say against what was happening there and he you know condemned the local rulers the mughal rulers for the mismanagement and uh, for their opulent lifestyle and so on but he never stopped his own company people from sending tons of money and tons of uh, um produce back home without giving any money into the bengal economy so that was a really big um show of hypocrisy by the eic and by warren hastings in particular another thing that was happening at the same time was that the mughal empire under shah alam 2 was on the verge of collapsing after aurangzeb died in 1707 there the whole of 18th century up until 1803 the mughal empire didn't really get back to its former glory and uh, the mughal emperor shah alam in delhi he was running out of ways to um, garner revenues for his own empire so as a result the marathas were rising all over all over the country there was the jat uprising there was the sikh uprising and all of these factions which earlier were along with moguls uh, were rising against them and creating their own strongholds as a result the mughal empire was just limited from delhi to palam another municipality in in delhi 
so in seven in the beginning of the 18th century when the mughal empire was at its widest all the way from afghanistan to the northeast to the carnatic regions in the south it had been reduced by the end of the 18th century to just delhi and as a result mughal emperor asked for some some money from the companies and so accordingly they were collecting the revenues in the name of the mughal empire okay and that, by that time they had not taken any um explicit um charge of revenue collection on paper it was still the mughal empire that was ruling but the terms of uh, the contract between the mughals and the eic was such that um most of the revenue went to the eic and the mughal empire didn't really get much but as this bengal famine came along warren hastings stopped giving even a little bit little amount of revenue to shah alam in the pretext that uh, bengal was suffering from all that famine while he himself never stopped the eic officials from sending back enormous amount of money back to england so that kind of goes on to show the kind of hypocrisy that even we experience in our day to day lives we condemn the behavior of other people in the name of hypocrisy but when it comes to us in, in our lives we are hypocritic we are hip- hypocrite uncountable number of times and that is something that remains constant in human nature that is hypocrisy we would stop other people from doing something in the name of moral guidelines and ideals but when it comes to us we have such abysmal self con- self control and self discipline that we completely ignore the hypocrisy that we are showing in our own behavior and that is something we need to look into if we want things to change in the world if you don't then they're going to continue this way and nothing will change